0: Hello and welcome to the Royal Blue Podcast, where we like to discuss all things championship football and, of course, our beloved Birmingham City. The international break has seen the championship take a breather for a couple of weeks, but it's back with a bang. Uh, And this, well, this weekend, there's a lot to talk about. We'll be previewing all the fixtures. Uh, Of course, we'll also be looking at Blue's fixture coming up on Friday evening. Uh, That's against Derby County. uh, And we'll be speculating as to how big Troy Deeney, fits into the system we've seen thus far from Bowie as Birmingham. I think we're feeling confident. Uh, but before we go any further, I must introduce your hosts. Uh, my name is Alex and I'm joined by my always zealous co-host, Joe. Joe, how are you today? Have you managed to keep yourself occupied
1: during the international break? I have just about, you know, I've been uh, keeping myself busy with other areas of work. And, uh, you know, I've been, I've, I think like all of us uh, football fans, we've gotten a bit bored. Mm. Uh it's just—it's just one of them things that happens, you know. You're four or five games into a season, and just when you got some momentum, and yeah, all it's of quite a sudden. annoying. And, and especially for a team like like Birmingham, where you felt like our momentum mm. was 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 carrying us a little bit. I think maybe, yeah. Uh, mm. uh, you know, it would be interesting to see if we can uh, if if we can regain some uh, some momentum afterwards. But uh, I think we will. But we'll get onto that.
0: Yeah. Well, it's another uh, big show. Lots to talk about, uh, and we'll be getting stuck right in after this. Hello and welcome to the Royal Blue Podcast. We're going to be getting straight into our preview uh, of this weekend's fixtures. Um, and before we do get started, due to work patterns <laughs> and other things you've got going on in our lives, this is the uh, the first time that we've really, we're having a go at this without really making too many notes. We've got some stats backed up and we've got some interesting things to point out, but normally I'm the kind of person that needs copious notes. I, before, for each of these podcasts, I make about 10 pages worth of notes, but this is the first time that we are really not winging it but we're, we're sort of giving it a go and trying to have a bit more relaxed approach uh, so let us <laughs> let us know what you think um, it's I mean
1: to be, to be honest with you Alex I mean I, I normally sit there and uh, as you as you go off on your notes I, I kind of just play off of your yeah uh, I I, t- I try and make as little notes as I can get away with uh, <laughs> not because I'm lazy I mean I am definitely lazy yeah um, uh, purely because uh, I just you know, I think it, it gives it more of a relaxed feel. I think this is going to go well. Let's yeah, see. I think this will go well. Well, let's dive straight into it then.
0: Uh, I think we'll get started with the uh, the first fixture I've got on my list for Saturday, which is Bournemouth uh, versus Barnsley. Uh, and we know just before the international break that Bournemouth, they were absolutely thumped in the cup by Norwich 6-0. Uh, and then they had a draw with Hull, uh, recently promoted Hull City. Um, so maybe a bit of a wobble there from Scott Parker's men. Um, whereas Barnsley, you know, they... they it's a frustrating game for Birmingham just before the international break. We know that Blues played really well and really put the, the tights under a lot of pressure uh, yeah. in the last 15 to 20 minutes, but couldn't find that decisive goal. Um, so they got a draw against QPR and a, and a draw against arguably a good Birmingham side, a side that are going well from Barnsley. So this could be quite a tight game, I think. On paper, it might not seem that way. But, but looking at the form, um, we know the international break does give managers time to work with their, their players. But this is a difficult one to call, I think. I think this might be a really tight game.
1: Uh, I mean, obviously, Barnsley are, are quite they, they haven't had the start to the season that, that fans certainly would have been expecting from them, but we have to remember as well they lost, uh, they, they relied on momentum, as we said yeah. in the uh, in the uh, in the intro there. I think they started poor and they continued that way. They've they've dug out three draws, mm-hmm. um, and I think I think Bournemouth will struggle against them purely in the same way that that, the Blues did, because Bournemouth uh, are flattering to deceive. They're somehow getting along and they're, they're sitting in sixth and all seems like, you know, not too much to worry about. But you look at the team and you think, why are Huddersfield above them? Why are Stoke above them? They should be where Fulham are with West Brom. You know, up in that top three kind of section. Yeah. But uh, I hope, I, I mean, Scott, we, I know that you do as well, but Scott Parker is a great manager. Mm. I really do like him. Mm. He was linked to the Tottenham job at one point. I mean, was <laughs> but they here. were getting desperate. Though, weren't they were. I think Lee Bowie was linked at one point. <laughs> Spurs could have done a lot worse. Lee he? Clark. Oh, be, imagine that. Imagine him in the dugout. <laughs> the Tottenham, uh, but I think that I think Bournemouth will edge. Barnsley out. I I just mm. think that especially especially at home. If it was at Barnsley, I think maybe it'd be a different story. But at the Vitality,
0: mm. yeah, they want to get back on track, won't they? Bournemouth, I think a little bit after a slight. Well, you could argue that uh, dropping points against Hull is a wobble, really, because as you say, they'll be they'll be they'll want to be up there with West Brom and Absolutely. Fulham. So so yeah, they'll want to get three points on the board and, and get some momentum up after the international break. Definitely, um, I'm going to stick with a one-one draw personally. Uh, <laughs> I think a 2-0 win to ball. 2-0. Okay, all right, all right. I'm not going to write any of these down, but I suppose I can always re-listen there. (laughs) Uh, Okay, moving on to Blackburn versus Luton. Um, We know that uh, Blackburn have had a bit of a a mixed bag of a start start to the season. Um, There was obviously a a draw with Millwall. They beat uh, a very lowly Nottingham Forest, Uh, were beaten in a tight game by West Brom, uh, and then they got a draw at Middlesbrough. Um, Luton... um, well, we know what happened against Blues. Uh, every time I say the word Luton, I, I get a bit excited, just rem- rem- reminding myself of that that game. They got a, a draw against the Sheffield United side that aren't scoring goals. So I, again, this is another tough call. Um, you know, Blackburn are missing Bradley Dax still. Um, you know how we know how important he is. Um, another another tough call. I, I think this one. I, I personally, I'm leaning towards
1: Blackburn edging it. Um, <laughs> I think this I think this is a huge game for Luton. Mm. Uh, I think that, that they need a result out of it because they need to get their season going. Yeah. I know yeah. they 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 are off the back of a win. Um yeah. but the, I think that their morale is still going to be at rock bottom with the you know you can't go and, and lose to to to, to Birmingham 5-0 and, and be happy with yourselves. You can't yeah. lose 5-0 to anyone and be happy with yourself. No, no. Um, and I, I I do think that this is it, Luton uh, in twelve. They should not be in top. Uh, I think the thing that they've got. I know that me and you have talked about them at length. How we uh, how we feel they 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 could be right at the top this season, right towards the promotion places. Mm. Um, I, I think this is this is is getting to the point now. I know we're only five games into the season, yeah. but it's getting to the point now where Luton need to get going before yeah. they. Before they they get caught in a in a nothing season, you know. Yeah.
0: yeah, you're absolutely right. I think the fixtures can come thick and fast in this league, and and it is so much to do with momentum for the teams that perhaps aren't packed with quality. It's it's about that togetherness, uh, avoiding injuries um, and suspensions, and it's about having that really strong first eleven firing on all cylinders. Um, Absolutely, I, I think for me, I'm going to be really boring and say a one-one draw again. <laughs> I was going to go with a Blackburn win, but you sort of you've sort of pulled me round to, to thinking that Luton might get something here.
1: I think uh, I'm going to go with i I'm going to go with a Luton win. Okay, I think Luton are going to win two-one. Mm,
0: okay, okay. Moving on, uh, Blackpool versus Fulham. And we well, I think this is an easy one to predict. Oh, it's, it's an easy win for the Tangerines. Uh, nothing to worry about. <laughs> Fulham have got yeah. nothing. Um, Fulham. who are
1: Fulham? Who are they?
0: Pathetic. Never heard of them. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm looking at the form uh, table, uh, and the Blackpool bit is mostly red, and the Fulham bit is just green, which yeah, is yeah. always a bit of a worry when you're yeah, looking cannot, at a preview of a game.
1: Thing, is it? I mean, obviously, Fulham are off the back of a draw. Let's not forget that. Mm. I think are they? I think are they well, the I, the I think they beat State... No, they did the first game. I'm looking at it back to front. I
0: think. Yeah, they beat Stoke three 0 in their last game, and then obviously um, there was the cup game where they rotated against Blues, and their second string was very, very good.
1: Uh, I think. Yeah. Hey, I think I think that Blackpool are, for want of a better phrase, screwed, <laughs> as most teams are going to be against Fulham. No, I don't mean that in a rude way either to, towards Blackpool because uh, I actually quite like them. Mm. Um, I think they they try and play some 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 really tidy football, but it's just not so far this season it hasn't worked for them. I think they've gotten a bit unlucky. I think there's been a few kind of late. No. um like goals against them where wins have turned into draws or draws mm. have turned into losses um and I, I but i also can't really see them uh improving too much i think i think the drop maybe it's i could let their five games in but it's i think days, right? i think the 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 drop is calling i mean they're in the bottom three and uh but and there's something obviously obviously wrong but i wouldn't I don't. I don't look at them and think there's anything obvious that needs to change, and that's mm. I suppose the biggest problem. Because then you think if there's nothing they can change, what is actually going to happen?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I know they've got uh, Gary Medine who's out, who is a, a, a experienced championship player. Yes. But <laughs> you just, I'm looking at the injured list, and Fulham. Fulham have uh, Tom Kearney's out injured, uh, Nathan Shallower or Nathaniel Shallower, mm. Terence Congolo. Teddy, they've they've got like <laughs> oh Teddy, I forgot about Teddy. They've, they've got they've got they've got ridiculous players t- to come back, and you think about that paired with the, the 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 team we saw at St Andrews um a few weeks ago in the cup, the rotation there, being able to bring Knocker on off the bench and things like that. Oh, they've I think just it's
1: got, unbelievable. Just,
0: I just can't see a way. It's the depth of
1: whoever whoever they are, they need to be stopped.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, that's it. Whoever right. the whoever, only team that I think can stop them is West Brom, and even then, I think that the amount of depth that Fulham have got compared to West Brom.
1: Fulham because after after Blackpool, Fulham have to come to St Andrews, mate. They'll be <laughs> playing against the full fit <laughs> Troy Deeney led big
0: Troy lose with only three quarters of the ground ready or whatever it will be at that point. Yeah, I, I mean,
1: at least at least some of it's opened up. There has been obviously the announcement. We'll get onto that. There's um, some progress. There is some. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll get onto that. For so sure. pre- predictions for Blackpool-Fulham, I'm, go Blackpool, uh,
0: four, four I'm going to probably 3-0 away. 4-0-Fulham. You've got 4-0, I'm going 3-0 away. Give Blackpool a little bit of credit. Um, <laughs> but we're moving on to Bristol uh, Bristol City versus Preston. Um, Preston have really picked up, actually, that just before the international break. They um, got a win over Peterborough. Um, you know, it's a win's a win's a win. Um, they obviously got a win over Morecambe in the Cup, but then they beat Swansea 3-1. A uh, very impressive result just before... Uh, just before the international break, oh dear, and then uh, Bristol City, uh, yeah, they're a bit all over the place. Um, <laughs> they've uh...
1: well, we've said about them before whether you don't know who's going to turn up with Bristol City, you don't know if it's going to be a team where they should be playing in the Premier League or a team where they should be fighting for their survival in the Championship. It mm. can go either way. Yeah. Rarely do they just turn up in there and they just stay solid. Um, and that's that's the problem with them. They've got this. Gr- they've got some of these great talent. You know, like mm. I mean, the, one of the goals from uh, from Wyman. Wyman. I don't know. Wyman. Yeah. What I mean, it was uh, it, it was like this volley. It was um, it was unbelievable. It was a really good goal. Mm. And of course, they've got some really good talent. I think I think that Bentley is one of the uh, one of the better goalkeepers in this league. I mean, some of the kits that Bristol City have produced in the last few years, certainly for their keepers, have yeah, been absolutely. <laughs> Uh, not a part, po- no, Joe. You know I, I actually like them. I'm not going to go and slate them because I love them bright colors, as mm. uh, as you well know, Alex. But yeah. I know a lot of people think that they are too much, <laughs> uh, and I can understand why. Let's be honest, not for you but, and your flamboyance. Well, my flamboyance is, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, all you have to do is look at my hair. You guys only seen this over a uh. Over a podcast, but I have bright red hair at the moment. Mm. Um, I did wonder if there was a
0: problem, a problem with Zoom, or there was a problem with my <laughs> computer. But no, he has got bright red hair. It's, so I, it's pretty good to be dyed fair. Dyed my
1: hair in a drunken moment, uh, <laughs> but I, I, I say I don't. I shouldn't probably shouldn't say it was a drunken moment because I don't regret it. So you know. Well, there we go. That's the most important thing. It looks good. Um, it looks good. Well, it looks good for me, and that's all that matters.
0: So, does um, I mean, just getting back to to this game then? I, th- I think yeah, it's well, interesting because we've obviously, as I mentioned, Preston beat Swansea just. Before the break. And Bristol got a very good win over Cardiff. They both beat Welsh Shines before the international break. So they're both gaining a bit of confidence from that. I I I don't want to predict another draw because I'm that mean, that means I'm being boring. But I, I this I think both teams will fancy this one. I I think this might give a Bristol a bit of a kickstart. I think they might edge Preston out here as the as the home side.
1: Who's a home? Bristol.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'd agree. I think I think I think it will be a, a high octane game. Mm. I'm gonna go for a 3-1 home win
0: and i'm gonna go two one uh moving on then to your favorite team uh in the division coventry they host middlesbrough
1: come <laughs> uh, on neil warnock
0: <laughs> neil warnock big neil and his uh his borough oh. army i think um yeah looking at the form it's a, it's a difficult one you know coventry
1: the coventry lost um <laughs> they so obviously they lost their last game didn't they, they did. um, Middlesbrough Middlesbrough are in poor form. If you go off their last three games, a loss and two draws is mm-hmm. not great. Neil Warnock having a pop at the refs uh, all the time, <laughs> as we
0: love to see. It's always someone else's fault, isn't it?
1: Oh, it is I I, I would expect absolutely nothing less. Um <laughs> and I I love it. It's I love how predictable it is, you know. Yeah. It's like but anyway, so we've been on enough tangents today. Let's not go on anymore. <laughs> uh not for now. Middlesbrough will win this game, and they'll win it six nil. No, they'll win it. Uh, they'll, <laughs> they'll win it two nil.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a difficult one. You know, you're right. I think Middlesbrough haven't—they've not looked like scoring lots of goals so far this season. Some tight games in there. It's going to be another tight game. This one, I, I just—I'm I'm going to have to go with a one-one draw. Coventry at home. I'm going to go one-one draw. Uh draws, mate. And that'll be it. I know I'm being quite boring, but uh, you know, we're already getting to a stage in the season where some teams need to get some points from somewhere, and. To sort of try to sneak into mid-table for the season rather than slipping towards the relegation zone. Uh, moving on to what looks like a very, very interesting fixture, Reading versus QPR. Very exciting. Um, we know that Reading have had a, quite a poor start to the season. They're in 20 I'd, I'd
1: say a very poor start. I think you're being mm. kind to them. Mm. Um, Reading are in bad form. Yeah. Five games played, four losses is not what they would have expected. No. Um they're, they're a good team. Well, they, well, on paper, they're a good team anyway, much like Sheffield and Nottingham Forest, who we'll get onto as well yeah. uh, in due course. I think that, that, that if, I mean, QPR are the opposite to Reading at the moment. You look at their team and you think, you know, they probably should be mid table, and they are absolutely smashing it. Yeah, they uh, are. The, the, the Royal Club. As they, yeah. uh, I, th- I think
0: that's they're the Royal Club, aren't they? I'm not getting that wrong, mate. I don't know. They've got they've got Queen in their name. Yeah, uh, that's probably,
1: um, I think that's probably a safe bet. Whoops,
0: what um, they call They're
1: the only they're the only team in the UK, uh, not in the UK, sorry, in England mm. in the in the EFL yeah. that, uh, that begin with the letter Q, which I found quite interesting. Wow, before.
0: that's interesting.
1: Uh, much like Yeovil, the only one with the letter Y, but they're National ah. League, so there's none of them.
0: Uh, I like anyway. that. I was Birmingham Bur- Burbank- Burbank- are the only team beginning with B. The only team that matter anyway. They're
1: the only team that matter that begins with B. Like, who, like no, 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 I can't think. Of, I can't think of any other
0: ones. <laughs> On a serious note, there are too many teams that begin with B. Yeah, um, so <laughs> we're getting distracted yeah. again. I think Here we are. <laughs> You know, looking looking at Reading as well. I mean, blimey, a four 0 loss to Huddersfield just before the international break. Uh, losing to Coventry, edged out at home by Bristol, and then you look at QPR um you know they beat Coventry 2-0 just for the break they're, they're full of goals uh 3-0 win over Hull 3-2 win over Middlesbrough I, Reading I'm, I'm they're gonna have to add a, a serious international break with really going back to basics they'll probably want to try to make this quite a tight game but and think, also have not QPR have just brought in Andre Gray as well oh on loan absolutely yeah that's, an, yeah that's more goals being added to that team that is yeah that's a really good point and
1: I I can only see this going one way. Um, I can too, and I think I think that this season, Lyndon Dykes will end the season top scorer. Really, if if QPR can keep up the momentum, we keep going on about momentum today. Maybe that should be the title of this episode. (laughs) Um, But if they can keep, if they genuinely can, I think Lyndon Dykes. We'll end the season with 20, 25 goals and more. I really like
0: the sense about Dickey as well, chips in with goals.
1: Not <laughs> just not I like think. his
0: name, but I like... Uh,
1: <laughs> I like, I like you love him. a bit of did don't you, mate? Well, I
0: like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on. Uh supposed to be a family show, I, th- I think. Is it? I don't know. I was
1: talking about the play... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But no, he's... he's yeah,
0: a, I, I like him as well, Dickie. And, you know, you've got Willock in there. Charlie
1: Austin's in there. who's You know, at this level will score goals. I mean, they've got Stefan Johansson, who obviously they, yeah. they brought him from... Um, uh, from Fulham, mm. and he's you know experienced central midfielder uh, in 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 the middle there, and and I don't think he's that old. I think he must be what twenty eight. I reckon twenty nine. I don't think he's over thirty. Now
0: you're, now you're testing me. Let's see if I can find out for you. He's uh, thirty years old.
1: Oh, he's thirty. So he's just turned. He's, he's thirty now. A couple of assists so, you know, already. The, uh, and I think uh, I, th- I think that QPR have a shot of being that team that will they will just sneak into the... uh Well, not even sneak in, they'll explode mm. into the playoffs. Yeah, and I think yeah, that, yeah. Uh, you know, in the playoffs, who you know, all you need is, uh, is a couple of good results, you know, a couple of decisions go your way. Yeah, Could there be Premier League football on the horizon at the Keelan Prince Foundation Stadium, a.k.a. Loftus Road? <laughs> it's, it's very possible,
0: Jay. It's very possible. I mean, I did predict QPR in my top six. I'm just going to say, just remind you of that um I said but, Birmingham
1: yeah. and I'd stand by it
0: well, well there's a long way to go you never know QPR might drop like a stone that also seems to happen to one or two teams in the championship but the you know the turn of the season something happens over Christmas when there's lots of games and all of a sudden they drop like a stone so there's still well, no I already
1: I already think I know who that team's going to be or well, I, I have a I have a prediction for who that team will be okay well I mean you're welcome to keep that uh, secret well, for now if you want to well we'll get, well, we'll get on to them because we haven't talked about them yet and we'll, <laughs> okay uh, okay we'll let's get on, on
0: to, to them school. then so um well, first I've got Sheffield United versus Peterborough well, to discuss. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, this is, I mean, this is ridiculous. Peterborough 20th and Sheffield United a 23rd.
1: Yeah, I think that's um, mental.
0: its I would not have predicted Sheffield United to be there at this stage. Their, their issues are clear and we've discussed them on the podcast it's before. We have
1: discussed them at length.
0: They can't, they just can't score goals. Um, can't, you know, and it's... One
1: goal, <laughs> one it's, it's, goal, score. it's pathetic, really. It's it's desperate, isn't it? Um, is and uh, look, I, I'm not saying it's uh that it's Blues' fault, but uh, we set this motion by uh, we stunned them on the opening uh, on the opening fixture, yeah, and they just haven't been able to recover since. And I actually do think that is the case. I think that they've been that they were hit hard in that game because. Mm. I mean, I don't, I don't know about XG and all of that stuff, but I imagine it was in their favour. I really do. I know that, obviously, uh, Scott Hogan had that chance. Yeah. Uh, oh, did yeah. Let's yeah. Put, us through, put our XG through the roof. But, um, <laughs> but I think that, that, that Sheffield United are a Premier League team. Mm-hmm. And if they don't sort themselves out quickly, they are going to be limbered down there. Because I I think they're trying to play the wrong kind of football. They've brought in a manager purely because he gets results, but he gets results in a certain system. And he's trying to employ a system with a group of players that can't play that system. But then the manager is too stubborn to change back to the system where it does work. Mm. And so I, I think they've just got the wrong man in the dugout.
0: Yeah, I, I think really that's really—it's a really good shout. I mean, you look at the effect that Chris Wilder had on that club. Exactly, it's always going to be very, very difficult to, it was. to replace it, really it
1: was, and do you know what? I would be really interested to see how someone—I mean, uh, I mean, I love him. I love Neil Warnock. Imagine Neil Warnock in the dugout of Sheffield United. Obviously, he's been there before. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that would be a match made in heaven. I mean, obviously, he's at he's at Middlesbrough, and if Middlesbrough. Uh, Get going a bit Then obviously he'll stay there Mm. But um, here's a question for you Very quickly on Sheffield United Mm. We're going to get on to Nottingham Forest in a minute And Chris Hutton. Yeah Yeah. If Chris Hutton was in the dugout Of Sheffield United With those players Would we be talking about Chris Hutton for manager Obviously these are hypotheticals Yeah Yeah. I think that Chris Hutton Would have this Sheffield United team Because we've Mm. seen that he's Happy to be fluid Yeah I think he'd have Sheffield United team Right at the top of
0: the league I, th- I think that's a really interesting one. I mean, Jukanovic, you know, when he got Fulham promoted, they they played attacking football. They were very open, um, and you just wonder if. Maybe they need a manager that's a little bit more pragmatic in there. And I think Houton is that kind of manager.
1: Um, this is going to get you results. Not no yeah. not care, don't care about the way you play football. Mm. Kind of kind of like Lee Bowyer We've yeah. seen Lee is more than happy to change even in game, the way that that we set up. You know, sometimes we've got a back three, sometimes we've got a back four, yeah. sometimes we've got a back five. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, we change the way that we play football uh, on a on a well, sometimes on a minutely basis. It, <laughs> yeah. You know, but um, if you, you need someone like that and there's plenty of them knocking about.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, I, I just think I think that at the moment, I think I don't think that they match. I do not think that uh, the Sheffield United match mm. with their current coach.
0: And I think that this will be a tough fixture for them. You know, Peterborough will take great heart from that result just before the international break where they took West Brom all the way, nearly, very nearly got a point off West Brom. Uh, and it was, I think, in the 95th minute or something silly that is it silly. Shemi Ajay silly, scored, a, scored yeah. the goal and, and they, they unfortunately lost the game. But it's going to be a tough game for Sheffield United. And I mean, I don't want to be boring again, but I'm going to predict a draw. <laughs> and I think it's going to be nil-nil.
1: And that'll be that. I think it'll be a one-nil win. I can't call which way. But I can. Mm. I think that, that there'll be a mistake or a penalty uh, from one of the one of the defenses, and yeah. I wouldn't. And and if you turned around to me and said that Sheffield United lost, I would not be surprised. I'm going to go for one nil, Peterborough.
0: Okay, interesting. Interesting. That that would be interesting results to see what what they would do actually with Yuka because they'll start panicking and thinking, well, hang on, we've seen teams go down have a double relegation we've seen teams go down to to League One um, because the championship is
1: as we mentioned it's momentum we should just call this episode Momentum it's all about momentum momentum. we don't need any other description or anything (laughs) Momentum, 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 momentum copy and paste it about 100 times in the God, we're
0: going to have to do some sort of
1: forfeit every time we say the word or something at this point. <laughs> if this is um, a drinking game if we do yeah. the drinking section that you that I suggested by the way when, when uh, we were talking about recording uh, if we, that could be the, every time you say the word momentum you've got to do a shot uh, but I mean I'd be slaughtered by I momentum. would not
0: last the hour hour and a half it takes us to record these things I'd be <laughs> done after about 20 minutes if that was the case
1: you could say that you'd uh, lose momentum
0: Way. Okay. <laughs> okay. well you've got a drink for that now uh- <laughs> <laughs> i uh, <laughs> we're moving on to stoke versus huddersfield which Here looks like a very very interesting fixture both teams doing doing surprisingly well uh both on 10 points uh both have won three drawn one and lost one game Record. um yeah this it looks really interesting a big win the for huddersfield. Goes,
1: well, the only thing that goes against stoke is the fact they lost their game just before the international break but yeah. i think that the, the international break for most teams came at the worst time, you know, for most teams, as we mentioned again, that big M word, <laughs> but I think for Stoke, that loss there was a kickback to reality, a little bit, it yeah. was, okay, look, you're not, you're not, you know, Billy Big bollocks here, yeah. you are still going to have to scrap and fight for points now, that was mm. a big loss to Fulham. Uh, and so for Stoke City, that that's if anything, that I think that'll bring them back to work, back back to the training ground, focusing on on everything. I think Huddersfield are in trouble here. I think I think I think Stoke City are going to run away with this. That's interesting
0: because I was I was sort of thinking that we've seen. The way that Huddersfield bounced back from a big defeat to Fulham, they were beaten five one uh, a, a month or so ago. Then they got a win against Preston, a win against Sheffield United. Um, they lost two to Everton, but the Premier League side that they ran close, and then they ran rampant uh, against Reading, beating them four 0 So they really bounced back from a big defeat and found some mm. some uh, a performance, a level that they that they uh, that they to, to turn their fortunes around. If you like, I, I think this is. It's too difficult to call again I can see goals uh, I can see both teams can you imagine the boost you'd get from beating a team that's right next to you in the table but oh, so the a, a team that looks like they're going to be going for the playoffs it's a big big three points um, and the psychological lift's massive I'm going to go with another boring draw 2-2 two, two.
1: I don't think that would be a boring draw. I think that would be one of the games of the weekend. Sorry, no, the,
0: the, the, the game itself will be great, but I am being bored. I'm draining it's this show draw.
1: of all, all its so Every single game this weekend is going to be a draw. That's it. To, uh, That's it. In Microsoft fact, League. the rest of the
0: season, it's just going to be draws. The table's going to stay as it is now.
1: Basically. Yeah, it's just draws now. Everyone's going to get one point. No difference is going to stay exactly the same. <laughs> why do we bother? Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know, mate, actually. I do not know. But uh, I think Stoke City will, as I've already said, will run away with it. I think it could be 3-4-0... To Stoke mm. City. And uh I think Huddersfield are the team that are gonna drop like a stone. Oh, that's
0: your you're dropping like a stone team. I
1: think that they're I'm adamant that they're gonna drop and they'll and they'll end up finishing like fourteenth or fifteenth. And uh and they'll probably have these really annoying fans that will cling to the fact that we were fourth after five games there. Yeah, what happened? Uh, so
0: <laughs> we're gonna have to move on because otherwise we're gonna be on this section for ages. Yep, Swansea okay. versus Hull. Swansea had that little wobble before the international break, losing three-one at Preston. Um, and well, for Hull it's been a, a tough start, or at least they've had a, a a sort of a bit of a wobble. They um they they got a good draw against Bournemouth, but before that um, they were beaten by Derby and beaten heavily by QPR. So. Yeah, form not looking great for Hull, um, although a bit of resilience from that Bournemouth result. The temptation here, I think, is to go for Swansea, trying to right the ship, get get uh, get a win on the board and get back on track, you know?
1: I think you just want to avoid saying it's going to be another draw. They're, an- they're another team with uh, uh, two teams of identical records, 18th and 19th. Yeah. And uh, Swansea should win, I think, mm-hmm. and I think they will win. I think Oberfemi will come in and solve a lot of their goal-scoring problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oberfemi... Mar- Michael
0: Obafemi Michael Ovamemi. Ovamemi oh, Martin's uh, obviously he's a blues legend. Uh, yeah,
1: he's, <laughs> he's he's imprinted in my brain so much. I hear yeah. that's all I can think of. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think that I think Swansea will. I think Swansea will come. I think come people. Up. Yeah. I think
0: people have been surprised by their sort of slow start under Russell Martin, but I, I think they're a team to watch, and I think they're one of those teams that will start to climb the table. Oh, um, right. And I think that's that would probably start with a, a win against Hull to, to get them going. Um, so moving on, because we, we want to sort of move on to the next section very quickly. Uh, West Brom take on Millwall. Uh, and we know West Brom dug out that uh, <laughs> that last-minute win against Peterborough just before the, the international break. Um, they were battered by Arsenal 6-0 in the cup, but that was Arsenal fielding a pretty much a full-strength eleven. Um,
1: yeah, but Arsenal's full strength 11 is a championship.
0: <laughs> I, I should have known you were going to say something, uh, as, as a chat with the Spurs lean. With, a, um... with, a,
1: with Spurs links, it had to be done. Uh, look, listen, I don't think they should take anything away from that Arsenal game. Mm. Uh, I think 6-0 is obviously going to be demoralising, but they also, yeah. I think the average age of that West Brom team was like 22.
0: That's it. Yeah, they've got a lot of promising younger players,
1: haven't I mean, they? Um, no, I don't think... I know, And I think quite a few of them lads came through the Birmingham Academy, if I'm not wrong. Well, that's uh, just what they
0: get up to, isn't it? They've got... um I think I think there's also been the, the chap that used to be head of the academy at uh, West Brom is now head of the academy at Villa, and there's a lot of movement going on with a lot yeah, of. The there's a lot guys. of interchanging
1: between these. Uh, yeah, probably, and I can't say I'm too happy about it.
0: No, I think it's something we should look into for a podcast at some point. Look into all that sort of stuff and do a bit. Maybe more I mean
1: because I mean even you know at the moment Sarkic is well okay. we won't go into it too much now, but obviously Sarkic has played for Aston Villa and Wolves, and now he's on loan at, at, at Blues you know yeah. i don't think there's any many other cities you know there's in london you don't get chelsea loaning some players out to spurs who you mm-hmm. know you play for arsenal you know players like that it doesn't really happen yeah. i know we're looking at different levels here yeah of course of course it's uh, interesting it's an interesting angle it's yeah a topic we should go to pencil yeah. for a future episode a future yeah, yeah. Break maybe yeah
0: uh, yeah yeah i think i think well, just just looking at this fixture again yeah, it's, uh, it's it's just that that for me, I think it's going to be another tight game. I know the, Gary Rowett and his Millwall side, they they know the league. They know how to make games tight uh, and physical. Um, but they also have a bit of a threat on the break. You know, they, they got a 2-1 win over Blackpool with a, a late winner there. Um, you know, they, they ran Fulham close. It was That was a 2-1 win for the, the Lily Whites. So there's, they, they clearly can rise to the occasion.
1: But for me, it's just that bit
0: of quality for the baggies. I think it will make the difference and it will be a, a tight, I think one nil to West Brom, I reckon it will be underwhelming from the baggies, but they'll get over the line.
1: I think it will be 2-1 to Millwall. Really? Yeah. I think, I think that all of these near misses with Millwall, you know, the game against Fulham. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's absolutely right. And, it, it's it's well, it's absolutely right in terms of a, a, an observation. But in 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 theory, uh, in theory sounds good. But in practice, I'm not entirely sure. I, I, it's it's a difficult. I just think West Brom have that that now getting oh, the overline against I'm Peter in the way in they did. It. I'm sticking by it. I'm putting okay.
1: Millwall two, West Brom one.
0: Okay, and I'm going to go a uh, Baggies one nil win. And our final fixture that we need to preview before we go to the Blues section of the show uh, is Nottingham Forest versus Cardiff. They're playing uh, on the Sunday. Uh, at 2:30, that'd be a nice bit of afternoon viewing. Yes, lots of red on Forrest's uh, form section of this website. They are, <laughs> are really struggling. They're bottom of the table with just a point to their name. Um, Cardiff have had a bit of a strong start. A slight wobble. It can. It's safe to say just before the break with that loss to uh, to Bristol City, and they were beaten by Brighton in the cup. But Brighton, good side, underground pass. So that's that's you know it's not it's
1: not the end of the world. Yeah, Hutton uh, needs a, a a win from somewhere. He doesn't does he? he? Does I th- I feel bad for him? I think Nottingham Forest, I th- uh, Nottingham Forest have some real real quality. So uh, interestingly enough, the other day, a uh, this is going to be a, a slight tangent as well, I suppose. <laughs> so the other day, uh, the 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 place that I work I work at a pub in uh, in London in in North London, northeast London, and uh, someone came in wearing that really loud uh, new Nottingham Forest away shirt. And I, I had to, I had to, uh, to, to speak to him for a bit, and I was talking to him about how he feels about this season so far, what he, uh, what he thinks needs to change, and, and he wants Houghton out of the club as soon as possible, um, and apparently a lot of Nottingham Forest fans on Facebook groups feel the same. Uh, any Nottingham Forest fans listening? Uh, Let us know what you think. Uh, Contact us at Royal Blue Pod on uh, Instagram, on Twitter. Email us royalbluepodcast at gmail.com. We'll get back to as many people as we can. If we get loads, probably everyone with the amount that we'll get at this point. Um, (laughs) But look, I think that Nottingham Forest have got some they've got some amazing players. I think Mm -hmm. Brennan Johnson is one of the best players in the championship. Yeah. I really, I do, I truly believe that. I think that Samba is one of the better goalkeepers in the championship. I think Joe Worrell is one of the best centre backs in the championship. So, what is going wrong? I, to... just, I just don't get it. You know, I'm looking at the squad at Graben, uh,
0: Lewis Graben, Lyle Taylor, Joe Lolly. He I I he's a great player. You got Alex Mighton on loan, who's a very promising young attacking player. Got
1: some Portuguese players as well. I remember they got this. Some,
0: yeah, Cafu, Gael Carvalho.
1: Uh, Gio Carvalho, that's the guy. I'll I yeah. one of them. He, they've got some, they have got some really good players. They've also got, I think, a couple of players. I know they've got a player on loan from um, Manchester United, I think James Gardner. I don't know if he's on yeah. loan or if he's on Yeah,
0: James Gardner is, is very highly thought of. Is. I just can't put my finger on what's going on here. If you ask Blues fans about Chris Hewton, he's... Honestly, so highly thought of, and yeah. I, I think that's the same in Newcastle as well. The work he
1: did yeah. there, a bright- It's the same. I think he's the same everywhere. Uh, yeah, uh, I know that Tottenham fans really like him because he played for Tottenham, and uh, there were even Tottenham fans who were calling for him to uh, be interim manager to yeah, yeah. give him a, give him a season while we steady the ship and and mm. then find someone else. Uh, I, I think so. It's incredible that you know you've got a good manager, you've got a good squad. What, what more can be done? Have the wheels fallen off for, for him? How, is there just something behind the scenes that we haven't, that, that, that hasn't, you know, come to the surface yeah. yet? Who knows? But I, I, I think that in this game as well, I think they'll really struggle. Again, uh, if they keep playing the way that they play, I think Cardiff City will, will go to the city ground and will walk away with all three points.
0: I, I agree. Uh, and I think they're just going to pile the misery on, on, to, on to Chris Hute. and I'm sure he'll have spent the international break.
1: I think that by the time we break. do the next episode, he'll be out of
0: a job. Wow. That's a big call. And and, and actually, I, I could see it. Um, I'm going to go just the prediction here. And I'm sorry to say, Chris, uh, you're very highly thought of in my well, mind. Love and a lot of blue. In. I'd no love to get part. you
1: on the show, actually. Give us your side of the story. Yeah,
0: yeah, let's get into this. Um, I'm going to go, unfortunately, with the Cardiff win. But I'm going to go 2-1. Cardiff. I'm going to go for a 2-0 Cardiff win. Okay. Okay. Well, that all well, sounds reasonable looking at the table and the form. So that was our preview of the other fixtures, um, but we've got the serious business of looking at the Birmingham versus Derby game. That's coming Play that up. jingle. Oh, mate, it's coming right up. Now we're getting into the real meat of the podcast. We're going to be previewing Blues games against Derby and having a quick look at the Fulham game, although there will be another show before that, we hope. Um, so let's get straight into this. I personally have been quite surprised by Derby's start to the season. Um, they're on six points. Uh, they've won uh, one game and drawn three. So they've got a little bit of resilience there. They can clearly compete. Um, but we know that the squad is um, it's threadbare, you know, that they haven't really got much of a squad, so to speak. Burnout uh, will happen. Yeah. On um, and on the flip side of that, I've been very impressed by Blues start. You know, there was the big win over Luton, of course, um, and then the Barnsley game. Wow, we really, really should have won that game. That was um, that was quite something. It's yeah. I, I always do this with Birmingham, and I always get really carried away and really excited, especially if there's been a good few performances. But we know what can happen in this league, and 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 a, a loss can come from the the place you least expect it to. Um, what do you, what do you think about this? I'm, <laughs> I really don't want to get too ahead of myself.
1: So no, it is easy for us to get ahead of ourselves. I think I think that Derby will be looking at us and they'll be quaking in their boots. Oh, they should be. They should be. And they should be. The I think I think the biggest thing going for us right now is the story of a Troy Deeney return to St Andrews. Right? Yeah. So I you know I would not be surprised if it's you know I think everyone's got it in their head this is going to be some kind of fairy tale game where he's going to be put straight into the team. He's going to lead the team to, a, to a, to a comfortable victory, probably grab himself a goal or at least some kind of decent performance. Mm. And the, and while I say it, while, while I disagree with that, I actually can't, the more and more I think about it, the more and more I think that that's the way it will go. Um, I think that, you know, we'll be resolute at the back as we have been so far this season, you know, all season, really uh, we've been, we've been, I think we've been built on solid foundations, as Lee Bowyer likes to be. Yeah, um, and I think that going forward will be give will have the freedom to express ourselves. You know, with the likes of Tahith Chong, the likes of uh, of, of Jeremy Bella, mm. and of course the you know the overlapping run of Maxime Collin on that right hand side. I wondered how long it would be before you mentioned him. <laughs> <laughs> we love Maxime Collin. Collin is <laughs> you know he's he's a he's he's a he's a god amongst mere mortals. <laughs> Um, there's a France call up happening, it's a bloody
0: travesty.
1: Well, I don't you know what I've, France have drawn their last five games now. Wow, by the way, that's a little wow. I, wasn't, I wasn't aware that's that's um, a good, good stuff. And uh, they've been they've been a bit leaky at the back, they could do with a bit of leadership on that right hand side. <laughs> I don't think, uh, I don't think the World Cup winning captain Hugo Lloris is up to it. Oh, I don't think he's up to it uh, being the captain for sure. Wow, uh, and on that right hand side, I mean, Benjamin Pavard plays for some team. Bayern Munich? No, I don't know i do playing rubbish I don't
0: know.
1: Never heard of them. Bundesluga? I think that's the league rubbish. they're playing. I can't remember now. Uh, so rubbish. Yeah, crap. I think, you know, sit, get Maxine Collin in there. Anyway, let's, we're, we're strapped for time. Um, we so, getting distracted. I know, Maxine Collin distracts me um, every day of my life. He. <laughs> he I think, he, I think you're, you're right to mention
0: the sort of... Um, to, to talk about, obviously we've we've, we've played well, and, and and bringing in Troy Deeney. Do we really need to make a change at this point? We've got. I don't. We, I, think I don't we're... want to say the M word again, but you saw the way the team was playing. Um, now that we've figured out that the, the partnership of Sunyech with Woods in the middle as well. I love that partnership. Um, uh, you know, I've I've read some comments earlier today from Wayne Rooney about Troy Dini's arrival, um, and he said, "I don't think Deeney will change the dynamic of the strike force at Birmingham too much." If I'm being honest. Maybe I should try to do a Rooney accent. I can't really do it. I'm not going to do it. Go on, go on. <laughs> no, you no, no. can't. No, no. I, I think the way Birmingham... No, that's not right. I can't do it. I need to... Ah, I unbelievable. Like... It's gauss, it's gauss, sonny. You need like... um yeah. chock, chock. Okay. I think the way Birmingham play, they've obviously got that identity of how they play. It's a bit like that.
1: That's Just okay. so you know, that's going to be on the internet forever, mate. You've got to take, forever, any of that out, for God's sake. Forever, you're gonna, you're, back, you're gonna, after this show, by the way, guys. He emailed so Alex uh, compiles the audio and emails it to me. That's gonna be on my computer forever now. <laughs> back up to my <laughs> eye. Oh man, I might see if I do switch to the
0: file before I send it over. You try and
1: purge <laughs> that little bit of the file.
0: <laughs> um, no, but anyway, anyway. Rooney's comments are quite interesting though, because he says that Birmingham go direct quite a lot. Um, and that, of course, uh, Dini's a handful of physical players and can score goals. But in terms of how they play, he doesn't think that we'll change too much.
1: I don't think it will. I think that's why it's actually probably the right signing, because it means yeah. it's not going to come in and just completely upset the apple cart, especially mm. with the uh, with the M word that we are carrying. <laughs> um, so I, I think that Troy will I think it'll be a simple in and out for Hogan. Yeah, it's interesting. I've seen a
0: lot of Blues fans talk about Dini and Duke uh, playing together or starting the game. I just part of me
1: can't really see 55,000
0: crosses into the box. Every I was going to say, I can't part of me can't see the two big men playing up front together, really starting up front together. I think late on, if you've got a team pegged in and you're chasing an equalizer or a late winner, maybe you have them both in there just going after crosses. But I I, I think to begin with, in this game, it'll be Hogan and, and Duke because Hogan gives you that a little bit more. He's absolutely ran his socks off. I know we could talk about the chances he misses, but the energy levels he puts in and has put in so far this season i think he gives us that little bit of like stretching defences running in behind so that they don't leave
1: those those gaps in behind and i think i think i i, I don't think and i think that there are a lot there'll be a lot of blues fans uh, i know i've seen a lot of blues fans on on instagram there's a couple of uh, of instagram pages that i've seen where they're getting very very carried away don't get me wrong we love Troy Dini. Trojini is is you know he's my he's my home screen on, on my phone, <laughs> um, but I don't think he's being brought in to play every single game. No, no, he's been brought in uh, first of all to boost uh, fan morale, which was needed more than I think any other team in the Champa with the stadium problems that seem to be uh, being resolved slowly but surely. I know that some of it's opening up. I think the upper Tilton is uh, is the is 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 it the upper tiltons now open or is that the only place that's remains I think closed? think that's open for the derby game, yeah. So yeah. that's open now, which is good which we didn't expect to happen. We said on this podcast we thought it might be closed for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um so that's that proves that we know absolutely nothing. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of things that on this
0: podcast that prove we know nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean I think earlier in the show I think I said Millwall were going to beat West Brom. I mean <laughs> What's going on in my head? If that comes know. off, though, you're not—you'll never—you won't leave me alone. You're if that—if that—if that comes off, the group chat is going to be, oh mate, it's going to be. I'm going to just turn my phone off. I think. Lit now. up, mate. <laughs> I'm not lit up, <laughs> up for about three days straight. God.
0: Yeah, but uh, anyway. But no, I think you—you're you, right. Just to bring us back to the conversation about that sort of the the. Because you think about the striking options we've got now, we know Jonathan Lecko has gone out on loan to Charlton, and hopefully he gets a much needed goal and confidence. We will, we
1: will there. and Joel, I think we will look into him and we'll provide updates on how he's doing. Yeah,
0: yeah, but it, but definitely. we've got now at the club Scott Hogan, Chuck Saniky, Lucas Jukovic, and now Troy Deeney. I think there's three big men in there, and then you've got <laughs> Scott Hogan, um little runner. Yeah, so I I think there's there's clearly I I think that clearly shows you that Rooney is right. We do play a sort of a physical way. We like to have physical front men that can make the ball stick and can can bully Mm -hmm. defenders. But I just for me, I think unless we're desperately chasing something, I can't see Deeney starting next to Duke. It might be that we we look at Deeney and Duke sort of alternating. So you know how squad depth is important and keeping players fresh.
1: I think um, i think maybe bring it bring in Deney uh, look turning up to uh to to the derby game and showing off to Wayne rooney that we've got three big target men <laughs> just just because uh it's gonna be a real slap in just the just start front. them three i say just go four three three just, just four, make them really no, no no we don't even need four 3 three we need to just put four four people on the pitch maxine Pollard <laughs> at the back and then the four big men up top that's the three big men up top that's, that's all you need, need. That's, that's all what you need, need. And yeah. uh, I think I think we'll give the derby. Uh, I think we'll give them something to think about. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I, I I'm feeling confident about this one. We know that as I, I said, derby have, have started surprisingly well. But and, and the international break will have given them a chance to uh, to rest and to recuperate a bit. Would, with a small squad. But I think Blues will will go go at them, especially with the the boost that Troy Deeney will have given. Not just the fans and the atmosphere, but the the players as well. Having that that <laughs> sure. almost like a. Uh, a real presence, almost like a cheerleader in in the dressing room, getting them all G'd up and going, saying, "This is this is about so much more than just picking up a paycheck. This is about playing for Birmingham City Football Club." I think <laughs> they, we're going to be go blood and thunder at a derby, and it's going to be
1: three uh, nil. It's going to be a met three nil. Three nil. Prediction, right? Uh, I think my my score prediction is I'm going to be strangely I'm going to be more conservative than you. I'm going to be a two <laughs> nil win.
0: I've gone match the heats. Maybe go. Well, I've gone a bit delirious. So I'm
1: three, three, <laughs> I know you. I'm pretty sure. Did you have to get the train back from work? I did. Yeah. There yeah. you go. That's what it is. You've been you've been all stuffy on a hot train. Uh, <sighs> I don't think we need a. I don't think we're going to need a segue. We've talked a lot about Troy in this segment, so let, mm. I think we'll just get straight into that as well. Yeah. I think um, let's talk about Troy Deeney a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, I know we did talk about him in depth. So this is only going to be very quick. Mm. So Troy Deeney coming into the club. He's taken a huge, huge pay cut to be with us, reportedly. Um, what? So we we've already established that we don't think that he's going to start with Juki. Um, I think that every now and again he will. I and I think against Derby he will. Yeah. I think that against Derby, I think we'll probably end up playing like a a five, uh, a, well more like a three five two, uh, with Bella and uh, uh, and Colin at wing back. Uh, you know, that the, the old reliable trio Pedersen and uh and and and, Dean and Roberts. Uh, and then we'll play Sunyich and Ryan Woods with with Tahith Chong just doing his doing his thing, doing what what he loves to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll and we'll play them two big men, and it that'll purely be for the fans
0: at the same time. Yeah. Which well, I you think might, you might be right, absolutely. I mean, you, and you're right again to mention Jeremy Bella, we know how good across the ball he is. Oh, um, yeah. so yeah. yeah, and I think if you've got Tahith Chong. Picking up those second balls that are coming off Deeney and, and and Duke, it, the, the options that Bowie has got are, are fantastic. And they are, they really, really exciting, they really
1: are. And I worry for Derby purely because their main, their like their their, their main centre back is a thirty nine year old Phil Jagielka, mm. uh, who we imagine will start that game. Yeah, yeah. Um, which which I think I think that that if one of the if they both start and then you bring Hogan on at sixty minutes a fresh legged Hogan against a 39 year old <laughs> Phil Jagielka who's played an hour of football already. Mm. I, I think that goes only one way, but I think I, I, I think that we'll do a classic Birmingham. We'll probably, we should win probably about five or six nil. I think we'll end up winning two personally. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I would take it, but I, I'm feeling the more we talk about it, the more I'm feeling confident. I think it's just the Troy Deeney effect. You know, it's, it's really got to me. You can feel it. You can feel the buzz around all blues fans. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, and we should quickly talk about the Fulham game, and we'll do a more in-depth preview this weekend. Uh, hopefully, we'll uh, we'll get get a, an episode out before then. I think we will, if looking at my shape. I think we,
1: should, we should do, I think.
0: Yeah. Um, so, the Fulham game, we know that's going to be a real test. Um, teams, they don't get much better in the Championship than than Fulham, the way that they're looking at the moment. And
1: they do not, do they?
0: Um, but Blues at home will have, again, the Troy Deeney effect. You know, we might have... He might have come on and got a goal against Derby. We don't know, um, or he certainly would have G'd up uh, the side. I'm <sighs> tempted to say
1: we'll get something. I am tempted. I think we'll to get, get something. I think we'll get something, mate. <laughs> I think we'll get a win. I think we're wow. gonna. I think we'll. I think we'll sneak two-one.
0: Uh, <sighs> Blimey, that would be that would be mental. The place would erupt. I'll
1: t- look, look, I'll back that up more uh, in the next episode after the Derby game. But yeah. I, I, I do, I do believe that for. Two reasons. First of all, I think that Fulham will come to us and will underestimate us. I think they'll they'll expect us to play the same kind of football we did in the cup, and uh, uh, they'll be a bit naive. And I think with the because it happens to teams, you know, when you're in really good form, you just expect results to come. Yeah, Blues yeah. certainly the way that we play football at the moment under Lee, we grind out results. We 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 keep working hard. And I think that I think that we'll take Fulham by surprise. So we'll either put in a really good performance and get a and get a draw, or we'll put in that really good performance and and sneak a win. I think a, a sneak a two one win.
0: Man, I I what I would give for that. I mean that's um, I I just let's I, I need, we need to do a proper preview once we've uh once we've yeah. had uh once we've had uh, the derby game and, and we've looked at how Fulham have got on. But but yeah, there is real cause for optimism here, and, and I think. What better way to test the side, um, a side that's played so well this season? And, and you could say has been really unlucky to have to have not won a couple more games. Um, what better test than to take on what is effectively a team that's ready for the Premier League? And I think the players will... Blues have always done this, though, and uh, just it just sprang to mind. We always seem to play better in, in the games where we are the underdog and we're perceived to be... It's like the Sheffield United game, and I know now we know a lot more about the Blades, Within that opening game, weren't many people giving us a chance. People were sort of—I think thinking... anyone was. Yeah,
1: I don't think there are many Blues fans who are expecting us to get anything out of the game. Yeah, but I—I um, I, I just think that we will. Uh, I don't know. I've, there's this confidence around the club that that that, that we're not used to. Uh, it, there's just this air around the club where you feel that you know. Yes, it's a very long season. Yes, there's so many variables and so many things can happen—injuries and just like little bits of luck here and there or, or, or bad luck. But um, I believe that that this really could be our year to, to, to push ourselves. Will we, if we get to the playoffs, will we win them? Who knows? We've already discussed that in the playoffs, all you need is one bit of good luck, one decision that goes your way, one out of this world performance, you know, but, I think that we will get there. I actually do think that we'll that we'll sneak into six. I think we've got as good a chance as any. Well, we are getting ahead of ourselves now, Joe. <laughs> I can see <laughs> I can see you on Zoom. I know there's a podcast, but I can see you adjusting your uh, your collar there, thinking thinking this. Uh, look, this is this is being put on the internet for everyone to hear, right?
0: I think you think my Rooney impression's bad. You wait till these predictions come back to haunt us at the end of the season. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have mean, I've may as well stick by him I've said him now
0: fact, You know what I admire your optimism I really do um, but, but If we do get A win over Fulham Then people will start To get very Blues fans Will start to get Very carried
1: away um, Absolutely we will And so uh, I, I, think, I think Look I think finishing In the top 10 Will be a very good season For us Agreed uh, And I'll be, ha- and I'll, be re- I'll be over the moon With that But I do think That It's not out of our reach Top six. I don't think it's out of our reach. I do think it will be a struggle. I think that if we do get there, there'll be little bits of luck here and there that that you need in football. That you just need, especially when it's as tight as it can be in the championship. Yeah. I think that I think that it's uh it's there for the taking if we can if we can provide if we can just just put the ball in the back of the net more often.
0: That's it. That's it. I think that's that's the real key yeah. thing is and bringing in someone like Troy Deeney you think we're, we're looking to address that problem? Um, I think we've got the performance level so far. certainly looked like we should be part of that conversation. Um, so, yeah, exciting um, times to be a Blues fan. And, it and you know, really, hopefully...
1: It really, really is. Shall we... Uh, I know that we're... I mean, I, I know I'm pretty pressed for time.
0: Yes, no, we should we should move on. I think we, we wanted to it's mention... didn't we, game,
1: we, haven't we? We've got this little question, question and answer. Yeah,
0: well, we should quickly just preview something very exciting we've got coming up. Um, oh, yes, after the After the Fulham game... Uh, which we will be attending um next week um we are actually well this is the day after uh we are meeting with tommy mooney uh, ex-blues striker um and obviously a watford legend uh, who will we'll know troy deeney very well i'm sure um he's going to be sitting down with us we're going to have a chat about championship football about his career about what he thinks of the modern state of blues uh, If you have any questions, please do tweet us uh, at Royal Blue Pod uh, or message us on Instagram at Royal Blue Pod uh, or or email us. What was the email again, Joe?
1: raw blue podcast at gmail.com
0: there you go i was testing him good he knows he knows he knows i, know, I set
1: it up mate no
0: nah, you, yeah you're, you're on top of all that stuff um I I, yeah i think
1: that's what it is i could we're have both really we're sorry. both
0: really excited to have tommy on uh, he's been really enthusiastic and i think um yeah we're gonna have a really really good conversation about lots of different facets of the game um yeah really looking forward to it i've already got a few questions scribbled down for that one but yeah if you've Absolutely. got anything- I mean
1: for sure, I think we'll be talking all things Troy Deeney. What will yeah. he bring in? I think because he'll know about, Tro- hope, about Troy Deeney in the dressing room more than anyone else. Yeah. Uh, so I think that that will be really interesting because he, what what uh, Tommy does, he runs H- what's called Hive Live because uh, mm-hmm. obviously they're the Hornets, so the Hornets, nets, the Hive. Yeah. Uh, so, that you know, he does the live matchday commentary. He does a lot of stuff for their for their YouTube account and for their social media accounts. He was actually in their kit reveal. Uh, this season for their awake it as well he's mm-hmm. a big part <laughs> of the Watford club yeah he's, uh, he's very kindly taken uh an hour out of his time to speak to us so uh we're gonna make it worth it and uh who knows we're, we're gonna have a, we'll have a great time uh talking to him so make sure that you guys are, are ready for that yeah, yeah like Alex said let, let us know if you've got any itching burning questions that you want us to ask the former blues man.
0: Yeah, brilliant. And uh, speaking of questions, uh, mm-hmm. our final section of the show, which is coming up after this short break, uh, is, is all about trivia questions. We've prepared five questions uh, for each other. Uh,
1: can I, I apologise now for my lack of knowledge?
0: <laughs> I think this might get I'm a little bit point out, right?
1: I'm just going to point out, Alex is an absolute mentalist when it comes to quizzes. and It's just and making excuses pathetic. You are, no, you, are, <laughs> you are. I'm reading my questions now, right? And I'm thinking... All of my questions are going to be easier than your easiest question. I
0: think you're playing a psychological game here. You're trying to you're trying to make me feel confident or trying to throw me off. And I'm not falling for it. I'm not no falling worry. for it. That's, right. um, <laughs> that's all coming up very shortly, guys. Uh, make sure you stay with us.
1: Welcome back after this uh, after that short break. We are getting into. Uh, we, so what we discussed uh, a while ago before we started making the show was at the end of the show, doing a little trivia based thing, some some like silly games or something just to keep it a bit more uh, engaging for you guys as well. So um, lighthearted. Yeah, exactly. So what so what we'll try and do as well uh, when we're giving answers, we'll try and leave a little bit of time between the question and the answer. So uh, you guys can play along at home as well. Uh, let us know, tweet us or send us your what you got uh for your scores on instagram on twitter and uh also guys in the future we will be doing this hopefully more regularly if you guys have any questions uh make sure you send us the questions and not the answer do not send us the answer uh, just the questions and Joe we one of us will give one of us will take on that question mm. and we'll uh that person will know the answer and we'll ask the other person and we'll uh hopefully try and build up something of a uh something of a thing or I, I know that we will try and look into doing guest hosts as well guest quiz masters
0: yeah yeah i've got a few i've got there. a few friends on the football whatsapp thread that are, that um, are pretty good at the old uh, trivia and stuff, so. out there who
1: would love to get involved yeah yeah you know there's i see no reason why we couldn't maybe try and send you a zoom link and and get you guys on the on the show if you really really wanted to so uh but that's all to come in due course but for now mm. let's get into it shall we We've got right. five
0: questions each.
1: <laughs> Alex, you're going to keep score?
0: Yeah, I've got my, my little uh, pad here. Yep, I'm going to so, see what scores. My,
1: my first question... Okay. Uh, ...about the EFL Championship this season. Which team in the top ten has conceded the most goals so far this season?
0: Conceded the most goals in the top ten. It's going to be someone surprising, isn't it? Is it? Mm.
1: So
0: he uh, head here. <laughs> I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. Is that right? I know there's been a couple of free 2s. Come on, think out loud, mate.
1: Think out loud. Come on. I'm
0: gonna. No, I'm gonna. Mm, I know that QPR have been involved in a couple of like games where there's been a few goals in either end. So I'm, I'm tempted to think of them. Also tempted to go for. Coventry have been a bit tighter so it won't be Coventry. Hmm, Bournemouth have underwear I'm just going to say QPR or else we're going to be here all day.
1: Yeah, are you? Well, Alex, you are wrong. Oh, for God's sake. The correct answer was Huddersfield. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. No, With that makes sense. Extent, you know, the lost of Fulham. They got battered, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. Yep, so yep. they've conceded seven goals in their opening five games this season, which is a lot, especially when you consider their fourth.
0: Yeah, that is pretty mad, isn't it?
1: So, here we go. That's my lack of
0: religion. So, um, all of my questions are Blues related.
1: Oh, okay. I, none of mine are Blues related. So,
0: I've done a slightly different thing. So, we, at least we haven't got a duplicated questions. That is um, So, okay. Blues have eight points on the board so far this season. But how many of these have they gained at home? How
1: many points have we won at home? Oh, that's a very, very good question.
0: Mm. Well, I can... So it's a number between one and eight.
1: Yeah, well, it's, well, I know it's going to be less than six because two of the wins are away from home. One's at Sheffield, one's at Luton,
0: mm. right?
1: And we drew at Barnsley as well.
0: Ah, oh, look, he's thinking. He's working so,
1: through it. Did, so that other point was... What was it? Was that a nil-nil draw? Where was it? Was it a nil-nil draw? Mm. I'm going to say... but See... Well, it has to be a draw. It doesn't matter what the score was. Yeah, yeah. Um, but was it at St. Andrews? Let me think about the games at St. Andrews, right? So we l- we've we lost to Fulham.
0: Yeah. That was in the cup. That was in the cup, yeah.
1: Uh, we lost to Bournemouth. Mm-hmm. away from home. No, we lost at home to Bournemouth.
0: That was at home.
1: Who else have we played this game? Who, who was that other draw? Oh, that was Stoke. That was the draw. And that was at, that was at home, I think. <laughs> I'm gonna go for one point.
0: That's the correct answer. Well yes. done, mate, well done. It's one nil to Joe. Oh, I was not expecting this. That's good, that's good, mate. You worked it out, took your time. I like that, A nice measured approach.
1: You've got to remain calm in these situations. Compose I'm not calm at all, I'm just... <laughs> So, your second question, similar to the first question. What team in the bottom 10 has scored the most goals this season? For God's sake.
0: Um, well, we know it's not Sheffield United. <laughs> Definitely not Sheffield I'll Give me that one. Um, <laughs> the bottom half, did you say?
1: The bottom 10.
0: Oh, bottom 10. Okay, okay. sort to 14. Um, yeah, now there's a question.
1: Uh, didn't Hull batter someone? I'm going to
0: go with Hull because they battered someone.
1: That is incorrect. Oh. <laughs> okay, in this is regards, not that is uh, is Reading. Oh, Reading. Okay, seven goals this season, and they're in twenty-first. Blimey. They have their back doors been open. Let's <laughs>
0: not to to think there. too much about back doors. Yeah, no. I, I think, uh, <laughs> I'm having a mare. Yeah, I'm having a mayor. I'm trying to make sure that this next one, uh, this next one, gets. Right. hard
1: question that's trying to. Try and, uh, try to
0: <laughs> Maybe I've been too gentle. Let's let's see. Uh, Blues have three clean sheets so far this season, which is the joint most of any team in the championship. But can you name the other team? Oh, That has three... Can I
1: name the other team? That is a very good question. It may surprise you. I suppose the simple answer is no, I can't. Um, <laughs> I'd be tempted... The first team that jumped out at me actually was Coventry. And I know but I think they've been on the end of a few... They've, they've won a few, like, 2 ones and a couple of late winners. So I'm not going to say commentary. I don't... I think Fulham... Fulham, like, you know, they win 5-1. You know, I think. I don't think it's Fulham. I think that's too obvious as well. It's definitely not Bournemouth. I'm... It could be Stoke, you know. Three clean sheets... Three sheets from five. It's good, isn't it? Really, if you think about it. You know what? Is it? Is it Derby? It could be. It could be. I think they've done like. What? No, no, no. They've drawn quite a lot, like one all and so, stuff. You know what? I'm not. I'm going to keep. I'm going to keep rambling here. So I'm going to just. <laughs> I'm going to go for the team who I. Who instantly jumped out at me. No, I'm not going to have for country. I'm not going to give them the satisfaction. <laughs> I'm going to go for Stoke City.
0: That's incorrect. I'm afraid. Good effort. The correct answer was Luton Town, which is a big surprise to me. Oh,
1: because uh, oh, so, their whole goal difference has come from losing 5-0 to Blues, is not it?
0: Yeah, so they, they had a 3-0 win on the opening day against Peterborough. Uh, then they beat Barnsley 1-0, and then they drew 0-0 with Sheffield United. The two other games, they lost 3-2 and 5-0. Uh, so they're <laughs> they seem to either keep clean sheets or just concede goals for fun. Um, so yeah, unfortunately no point there, but you're still in the lead, CJ. It's still 1-0 up.
1: Um, this is like a penalty shootout isn't it it's, it's five, scary five,
0: it's scary it's, i can't it's my, my nerves
1: i'm very nervous no, this is according to transfer mark okay yeah so in the premier league the average salary of, a, of every player in the premier league is 60k a week the average okay what is the average salary weekly in the efl championship yeah, now that,
0: <laughs> that is uh, that's tough. I think um, obviously you've got big big earners at at Fulham. A uh, while to find this, by the way. Yeah, I had to do, do. You've got teams like Peterborough in there. Hull. I, I think they're going to sort of pull the average down quite a bit.
1: I'll give you a clue. Uh, right, Blues mm-hmm. pull the average down a bit as well. That's interesting. Not surprising, actually. I think
0: I'm going to go for so the average wage. wage.
1: Remember, there's like youth players that will be on pennies, Mm. and you've got players like Mitrovic will be on Premier League wages.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go for. I'm going to. Oh, that's too low. I feel like I was going to say five thousand, but I think that's too low. It's going to be a little bit more than that, I think. The average. Uh, Ten. I'm just going to go ten thousand. It's a nice yeah. round number.
1: Well, five thousand was actually too high.
0: Oh, for God's sake! The
1: average, uh, the average weekly wage of a championship player is four thousand pounds a week. Wow, wow,
0: that's crazy.
1: Holly Dean earns four thousand five hundred pounds a week.
0: Really? And me how I know that? do.
1: Wow, wow. Are we allowed to uh, publicise that? Is that allowed? to go <laughs> out? But that's according. That's a- that's according to. Uh, that's not according to any... Conference. That's just on transfer market,
0: isn't it? Yeah, but I think some of the stuff is a bit speculative. But, well, we don't... And that do well. is according
1: to transfer market as well, so that could be... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. you know, but, but according to transfer market, it's £4,000 a week. Not bad, not bad. That's what. F- so we've asked five questions so far, and only one has been on... <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> I think I think you're going to do all right. I think
0: mine are quite easy. Oh, here we answer. go. Can you name this is your question number three?
1: Uh, can you name the Blues player with the most yellow cards so far this season? Well, see, the obvious answer would be Ivan Slunich, but I don't think he's actually had a single one. My first, John, you know what I did first think of uh, Tahith Chong because he gets himself stuck in. Uh, I know he got a yellow card against Sheffield United, and I think he got one against Luton as well. That's two, two yellow cards in five. Think or was that someone else? Mm. I reckon. Do you know what? I'm just going to pluck it out right now. It's between Ryan Woods and Mark Roberts. That's they're the two players in my head who I'm thinking. Just say it. And now I've said that it's probably it's probably neither of them. So I'm just going to say, Mark Roberts.
0: He's a spitting image of Mark some would say. It's uh, Christian Pedersen, who's oh, Pedersen. got three yellow cards. That's thought I meant.
1: They look the same.
0: <laughs> he's um <laughs> yes, he's top of the charts for for yellows. He's on three. Ryan Woods is on two, and then there's loads of players on one. Uh, Chahit has got one. Gary Gardner's on one. Yeah, so it's Christian Pedersen. Three
1: yellow cards, Chris. Three.
0: Yeah. That, he's already in line for a suspension if he's not careful. One or
1: two, right, two he's only two yellow cards away in each Yeah, yeah, well, already he's only five games, maniac. Dion Sanderson will be fit by. Them.
0: Yeah, yeah, no problem.
1: Okay, give him I need to get I desperately need to get a point he, on the board here. And this is I mean this is not an easy question.
0: <laughs> what are you what, what have you done to
1: me? I can't <laughs> okay, believe I'll save that one till the end. I'll give you I'll give you an easy <laughs> I'll give you the, the question I was gonna do at the end. So the opening fixture of the EFL Championship this season was Bournemouth versus West Bromwich Albion. Marcondes scored the first goal of the season in what minute? You are joking me. In what minute? That's a, that, that's that's the easier question.
0: Oh my god. Um, I think it was it was, was I think it was the first half. Uh, I think West Brom went in at the break a goal down and it and that was the goal uh, um, I think he scored in something like the 23rd minute let's go with minute 23. it was the
1: 12th minute 12. ah oh, I thought
0: it was yeah I thought it was like early in the half
1: but not bad maybe I'm overestimating your knowledge then because I thought these I thought the questions you were going to be asking me would be on a similar vein oh, I mean I absolute... I mean I haven't gotten it right anyway. good Jesus i mean, I'm still wonder not... up I mean. I mean, the next question is going to absolutely kill you. Than that. Actually, I don't know. Maybe. But I thought that that last one there, I thought was the easiest question. I thought. <laughs> no, I mean uh, goal minutes. That's that's tough, man.
0: But hey, I might surprise you in the last one. Let's see what happens. You've got uh, you've got two more questions coming up. And if I mean, if you get this one, then it's over. If you get
1: this one, then. then, then... <laughs> uh, Ryan good.
0: Woods. Uh, he joined Blues on a free transfer over the summer. But which team did he depart? Millwall. Come on, mate. Is that your final answer?
1: Well now you've said that. He's just adding Christ. a bit of
0: tension. It might be right, it might be wrong.
1: Yeah, he played for Mill he played for Millwall, he left Millwall game Yeah, Millwall. That's the final answer.
0: Uh, he actually left Stoke City, his parent club. I hate you so much. <laughs> he, you was so much. he was week. on loan at Millwall last He was on loan at Millwall. I thought
1: Millwall owned him.
0: <laughs> no, Stoke was his parent club unfortunately and Why did Milton find him on a free? I don't know. He wanted to come and play under Big Lee Bowie, didn't he? See who doesn't? Well, I won't worry about it. The best I can do is draw, and I need to get this ridiculous question
1: right. I think think you're all right here, mate. I won't worry too much. Okay. In game week one, what was the average attendance nearest to the nearest (laughs) 100?
0: (sighs) You're on the wind-up. The average attendance in the
1: championship in game week one? Yeah. The nearest 100 as well. To the nearest one hundred. Yeah. This is, I can make it, this is no, I'll make it to the nearest well, I'll make it to the nearest one thousand. This is outrageous. To the nearest one thousand. But also say the hundred as well, just to see if mm. you Average.
0: Yeah. It's got to be somewhere. I feel like it's got to be like in between ten and fifteen.
1: But that might be wrong. It might be a little bit more than that there's some there look there are some really small grounds yeah which, that's it that's it there but also remember this is only game week 1 so there'll be some grounds where there was no football exactly okay.
0: that's the problem we got to that's, remember so you've got
1: a uh, you know because like, the hawthorns they would, there was no football at the hawthorns and
0: that's like a like yeah a, I was going to say you've already told me that Bournemouth were at home and their ground has got quite a small capacity um which is like 11,000 or something or maybe even slightly less than that
1: what is it? I think I think it's like 10,000
0: yeah Mm-mm-mm-mm. I'm going to go for an average attendance in game week one, and I think the games will have been well attended because people have been fed up yep. and they want to go support their clubs. Uh, I'm going to go with an average attendance of twelve thousand.
1: Yeah, so not, not too far away. Actually, the average attendance was sixteen thousand. Ah, oh. the <laughs> exact it was sixteen thousand two hundred and ninety-four. Oh man.
0: I like the questions. They're good. They, they, they'd be good questions. They'd be good tiebreaker questions.
1: I think they would. I think. I think. I, I quite enjoy coming up with questions. They're good. No, um, it's good. It's good stuff. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm. I feel bad that I that I made them. No no no, 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 no.
0: I need to up my game. But let's see if you can get this last one. But you then. were giving
1: it. I'm just saying you were giving it the beginning of the group
0: chat. I was. I was. I was so just playing just, silly psychological I'm just going to text
1: them now. Actually, saying. Uh, Guess, guess who? Guess who just won the uh, won the quiz with a with a question to squirt, with a question to stem? It.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, you, you might round this one out with a with a with a second point. This is another one I think is quite easy. Uh, Blues suffered a two nil defeat in the cup against Fulham, but can you name either of the goal scorers? You're gonna have to say that again. Blues suffered a two nil defeat in the cup against Fulham, but can you name either of the goal scorers?
1: I. And I know that the okay. I know that the it was the scoring was opened by a young kid, like a seventeen-year-old. I originally
0: it. wrote both goal scores, and I thought that's too harsh. We'll just put we'll put either. We'll go we'll go well, easy wasn't on. Wasn't
1: one it. of them an own goal? Was it? Wasn't one of them like officially an own goal? Or am I completely misremembering that? No, I don't think that was the case. No, on an
0: own goal is it? I don't think. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that was the case. Let me just double check. Yeah,
1: double uh, check. No, it wasn't. It wasn't an own goal. no it. own goals. Um, I can't remember his. I can't remember that kid's name, and that's the only one I got stuck in my head. It's like, I think it begins with a J. Maybe. That's his first name.
0: His first name begins with a J. That is his first name. What? Maybe it. No, his first his first name is like Jay. J from The In Between Us.
1: Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's
0: his first name, yeah. Oh his
1: first name's Jay. Yeah. Jay's
0: gotta get the surname. Is that cornstick or something
1: like that. I don't know why that's
0: it. Like that. <laughs> it sounds like a football manager regen or something. It does,
1: doesn't it? It sounds, it sounds like a... should but right, uh... I know I'm pretty sure Mitrovic wasn't playing. I don't think Mit- I'm trying to think of the other goal then.
0: It was a substitute that came on to score the other goal.
1: It was right um, at the yeah right oh I know who it was, it was Anthony Robinson, the left correct.
0: Very good. Very good. I you shouldn't have said substitute win.
1: then, because otherwise uh, I wouldn't have got it. But, uh, I'm too.
0: I'm know. too generous. I'm too kind. Okay. That was a two-nil win, though, Joe. You've, you've been
1: two-nil uh, win. The I nil can't nil say nil. I'm happy
0: with the questions I was asked, but I always do that if I'm losing at a quiz or something. That's probably not on you. That's classic more Neil
1: different. Warnock, mate. Classic Neil Warnock. Yeah, mate. it's always
0: someone else's fault. Yeah, yeah. No, we're well played, and I think that was actually quite good fun. We'll probably look at doing more trivia and stuff on the podcast.
1: I today. think what we should try and do is maybe uh, ask some of the group chat mates to come up with the questions for us so it's a bit more even and fair. Yeah, well, we, we can look at that.
0: We can look at that. But it was, it was a fun thing to do anyway, and I, 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 those, uh, those questions were, were, were good. I enjoyed them, even though I got none of them right.
1: I enjoyed um, it. I enjoyed it a lot.
0: So 2-0 drubbing. Um, couldn't get anywhere near you on the night. Um, congratulations, Joe. And I think we'll leave it there. So um, thank you all for listening. <clears> throat> my, my throat at the moment. It's just the heat. I need I need some water. Uh, my <laughs> uh, No, thank you all for listening. Um, we hope you've enjoyed the show. And of course, do get in touch on Twitter and Instagram at Royal Blue Pod. Um, yeah, we've got Tommy Mooney coming up. So do get in touch if you've got any questions you'd like us to ask him. Uh, and as always, we'll sign off by saying, keep right on. Keep right on.